Hello, everybody, and welcome to Slash Her, a delusional look into all things spooky, kooky, and terrifying. I'm Stormy. And I'm Adrian. And we're talking about aliens in April. Aliens hey. in April. Hey, and it's week two of our All About Aliens month. Right? Are we on week two? What's happening yeah. anymore? Oh, okay. We're on week two. Also, I feel like this is such a... This is like alien nostalgia this week for me so you know what let me just say i really think and we talk about how we like have like weird coincidences with the podcast and like we don't even like mean for them to happen like you know like when we had originally scheduled the midsummer episode last year like it like randomly fell perfectly on like the midsummer festival start date and uh, i don't know things like that happen for us and it's like weird and we notice it so on twitter some ridiculous journalist like tweeted out like uh, i don't think horror movies <laughs> horror belong can't in, space. Have it in space yeah girl and like twitter blew the fuck up and it turned into this mm. whole thing and i'm like okay well we're over here like a little horror heavy horror adjacent podcast and like you know we have a whole month dedicated to aliens and outer space and extraterrestrials so like we really said hold my beer <laughs> <laughs> made a whole month dedicated to it right just one of those weird little things with us. It, it just, it happens. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say we're angelic, but that's not right. <laughs> we are just blessed. Well, have you watched anything this week? Um, I feel like I have, but no. Not off the top of my head. I watched a few things. I watched April Fool's Day from yeah. 1980. I think it's 1986. <gasps> yeah. Old school movie. And I haven't seen it before. I've seen the remake. The one that came mm-hmm. out in, I think, like, 2000, I don't even know, like, 2007, 2009-ish, maybe. I've mm-hmm. watched that movie, that April Fool's Day, but I've never seen the original. So, on April Fool's Day, I watched it, and she was really cute. I really enjoyed that movie. I'm a liar. I watched Teeth, and I also watched, I can't think of the name of it, but it's a killer tire. What? Yeah. <laughs> what was it called? What? I can't remember what it's called. Hold on. Google exists for a reason. Wait, so you watched Teeth? Oh, yeah, I watched Teeth. How did you like it? I have never seen Teeth. Oh, it's the most ridiculous movie I've ever seen. I've always wanted to watch it, and I don't, I just don't, you know, my short attention span, I have not sat down to watch it yet. Was it enjoyable? Do we love Teeth? Uh, no, I don't, I don't care for it. Um, it's not something that I will revisit, but I feel like I see so many references on, like, social media <laughs> that yeah, i definitely. just wanted to be included my my mo Damn oh and no. it's called rubber it was released in <laughs> 2010 it says a car tire comes to life with the power to make people explode and goes on a murderous rampage through the californian desert <laughs> i've heard of this movie <laughs> i've heard of rubber did you like it um I feel the same way about teeth it's it's so ridiculous that it's funny <laughs> I will say that I enjoyed rubber more than I enjoyed teeth. Ooh, the hot tea. I just, I don't care to hear about your killer vagina. Like, we all know we got that gorilla grip going on, but. (laughs) I love that, though. I, there's a movie on Amazon Prime called Killer Sofa. 
So you bringing up rubber okay. makes me now want to watch that because it quite honestly looks amazing. Have you seen the trailer for this movie? No. It looks really scary. It's a recliner and there's like some shots in the trailer that actually look really terrifying, but it's still like a recliner and that's like walking towards you. So it's still very stupid. Oh, that's scary. I was imagining like a recliner, like eating your ass. Uh, I mean, not, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Like eating your ass in first, I, like a sandwich. <laughs> I don't know. Girl. I'm just gonna quit one. <laughs> I'm sweating already. Um, yeah, but it's crazy looking, and I mean the sofa or the recliner seat even has like fucking eyeballs. It looks insane. So I definitely maybe we should watch it together because it looks it has eyeballs. Yeah, it has eyeballs. Lazy boy come to life. Very bad. But yeah, April Fool's Day from the 80s is great. If you ever get the chance, Stormy, watch it. And we probably okay. should watch it together sometime as well because it looks great. Or because it was great. Uh, but the big thing that I watched this week is I got to watch Godzilla vs. Kong. Yes, BB. I watched it on last Wednesday. Oh, so you've seen it? Yeah. Did you love? Mm, I love. Um. You- now that I'm, you said, did you? That was, con- <laughs> that was condescending as all fuck. <laughs> um, God, now that I'm on meds, <laughs> I don't know if I want to lead with that, but Godzilla's screech used to give me severe anxiety. Like when I would watch the movies, I just, I would be so tense the whole time. Like I enjoyed it. I wanted to see the character, but just the screeches, <laughs> They were just so anxiety inducing that I couldn't watch them. So I'm happy to say now that I'm medicated, (laughs) I can can watch Godzilla. (laughs) What did you think about the movie though? Um, I, I mean, let's like, I mean, as expected, like it was really very, it was very fun and it was very entertaining, but that was only in the moments, obviously when, Godzilla and Kong were fighting like the rest of the movie I obviously not interesting the characters are awful like those human characters are doing nothing and it's just like those yes mama give me nothing I love it (laughs) yeah and that's just like that like was boring boring and I was like legitimately falling asleep you know, with Millie Bobby Brown was running around with her you know Millie Bobby Brown (laughs) and you know yeah like you know I was you know it just, it, it didn't do anything for me, but the fighting was amazing and completely sells the movie, obviously. And it gave me everything I needed. I left that movie with the feeling I expected. <laughs> it was a fun monster movie, you know? Did you enjoy it? Yes, I did. But let's get down to like the uh, question, I guess, on everybody's mind. So are you team Godzilla or team Kong? Well, going into it first, what were you? I don't really, f- I feel like I was fairly neutral. I don't really pick size on that one. Um, I expected Godzilla to win. Period. Like part of me felt like there would they would like come together and fight against a bigger monster. And like, right. So, and it, I mean, that was what happened, really. In the exactly, end. but um, for me, I think I'm really partial to Kong. Yeah. I I mean, he's just adorable i mean he's a, i mean not adorable he's a huge ape but like he's <laughs> cute you know if i was like i don't know he just he's he seems more endearing 
and right. I don't know. He has a lot more emotion in his face than Godzilla does. And obviously right. he's not like picking up people and being like, oh, pet, pet, I love you. Exactly. Yeah. Godzilla's Godzilla. just like, I smash. <laughs> a bad bitch. So I just really Fuck like Kong. <laughs> so that's who I was going for. And, you know, I don't know if we should spoil that movie. I won't, we right. won't spoil it. It's great. I would watch it and it's fun. As expected. I think that'll be the rating as expected. Very that. So for this week in horror, we'll probably just run through really quickly, just like a few horror topics. Um, so did you hear that for the Chucky original TV series that's coming out, that they're going to have uh, the actor who played Andy, the little boy, is coming back. And then the character who played Kyle, who was the uh, like the daughter of the family that he was living with in the second movie, she's coming back. So they're both coming back to the TV series. I did hear that. I'm very excited. I love when people get to come back um, just to revisit their roles in general. Yeah, I'm really That's excited. Jeffrey Dahmer business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited about that because I love Kyle in that second. I mean, again, Child's Place 2 is like my favorite Child's Play movie. So right. I'm very excited that she's coming back as Kyle. I love her. So I'm really excited. And I mean, um, the character or the actor who plays Andy has already kind of come back because I'm pretty sure he had a cameo in like Coulter Chucky or one of those. Yeah. Um, so he's already kind of come back to reprise his role. So I'm really excited to see this storyline pretty much continue out. It was something's birthday recently. Let me see. <laughs> Still, re- something had our birthday recently. It was Evil Dad. Oh, love oh my God. Another us. crazy coincidence uh, that just yeah. popped in my head. How we released our Evil Dead episode like right before the fucking anniversary. Ugh, people are posting the picture of the girl licking the, oh, the box cutter. And I don't know why. I just, I feel some th- type of way towards that scene. Oh. No, like, <laughs> I'm not like, oh, that's hot. But like, it makes me feel things. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. It incites feelings. That's horror, (laughs) baby. Oh, my God. Also, rumor alert. (laughs) So apparently apparently one of the mazes at Halloween Horror Nights this year is rumored to be a Texas Chainsaw Massacre maze. Fuck me up. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that's what's being spread around the internet currently. So, and it looks like they're already building it, apparently. So. I want to cry same imagine i'm ready for it i can't wait to see you <laughs> same oh <laughs> but like oh. also be at halloween hornets also yeah very much that well did you also see how reebok is coming out did you see that picture that i retweeted from uh horror for kids the stupid reebok oh. shoes those jurassic, <laughs> the park, jurassic shoes. park ones oh my so god ugly, the I... worst pairs of shoes i've ever seen so hideous but i want a pair so desperately Mm. i want to gallivant around universal studios living my fantasy as a fucking jurassic park paleobotanist bad bitch who is just gonna fucking run circles around those velociraptors and you know fight off a t-rex because i got those bad bitches on my feet i need them will you hang out with me if i wear crocs (laughs) Would you hang out with me if I wore these Jurassic Park shoes? <laughs> yes. Okay, so then yes, I would definitely maybe not hang out with you if you wore Crocs. <laughs> no, just kidding, because there's those platform Crocs that are kind of a serve that I kind of want to mm. own. So Love yeah, those. we can be Croc sisters. Croc sisters. Did you see the Doc Martin sandals are coming back in 
fuck. I can't wait. I kind of need that. And they're, they're probably be- so adorable. They're platforms. They're strappy. And they're like every breath stall I ever wanted to be. Like the emo one. Send me a link, honey. Send me a link. Oh my God, Stormy. Also, I don't know if you've heard, but they're doing tours at the lake where they shot the original Friday the 13th. What? Yes, girl. They're doing it this mm-hmm. summer. And I was like, fuck are my life. It's from like April to June. I think is like when the tours My are birthday's open. in June. I know. So. Should we make the trip? I'm kind of down. I mean, I don't How know. How long is we'll the see. trip? Okay, so... It's called Crystal Lake Tours. <laughs> and uh, let me see real fast. Yeah, April 16th through June 6th, though, is when they're doing no. it. Oh, bitches. Yeah, so they're doing it. They're doing a tour. Um, and uh, I would love to do this. Like, And I'm sad if we don't get to do it. So I hope they do this like yearly, you know, yeah. like during the summer months, like do something like this. Because I would love the opportunity to go. You know, I've seen a lot of places... Um, what I want to do is they do a, it's like a drive-in movie, but over like a lake and you <gasps> get to like watch Jaws and like float in the water. Yes. I want to oh. do it so bad. Oh my God. Here in Vegas, there is a casino that has like a huge like indoor pool. I mean, that's what it is. I don't know. I'm trying to make it sound more grand than it is. It's an indoor pool. But like they have like a big movie night in that casino where like they do that. Like they'll have screenings for Jaws. And um, there's another hotel too that their pool's on the, like a roof, obviously, you know, Vegas, all fancy. And they also do screenings there because there was one time that they did a screening for Scream. And one of my friends here was like, let's fucking go. And I was like, yes, baby, let's fucking go. But something came up. That's when life, you know, in the before times uh i was you know things were busy baby i was doing things i was somebody so i didn't get to go but ah, that's always been the dream should we do the saw escape room (gasps) another dream now that i've seen saw i definitely feel like i need to conquer this escape room Mm, same Uh, we need that yeah but these uh oh my god they also have afternoon tours i'm still on this tour april 17th is sold out everybody you can't go on april 17th it's sold out (laughs) well (laughs) may 8th is almost gone damn i'm trying to see how much these tickets are though for anybody who is interested so i'm gonna take a gamble and say 35 dollars oh stormy sweetie (laughs) no ma'am 94 (laughs) so the morning tour is $89 and the afternoon tour is $159. Well. <laughs> All right. This is at Camp Nobibosco. Nobibosco. Camp Nobibosco in New Jersey. Oh, we're not going to fucking New Jersey. What the fuck? Yeah. That's another thing is it's so far. <laughs> like, yeah. We should go. Can we be those fucking typical annoying ass bitches that go to Salem for Halloween? It has been such a dream of mine. So yes, definitely. Lit. Let's do it. Well, I mean, we're also planning on Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> oh, fuck. But it's October and, you know, we're a horror podcast. So maybe we should right. put in an so effort So we have into. to. We can write it off on our taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Proceeds to choke on kombucha. No, ma'am. Um, we'll talk about that off the record. Um, <laughs> the IRS is like, mm, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, girl, we are doing this for free. <laughs> we are here being annoying for free, baby. All for you, baby. 
Um, but yeah, that was this week in horror, I guess. I don't know. We were just shooting the shit today. We're but... messy. We're no news, just vibes. <laughs> yes. And we're going to just jump into our science discussion. Listen, it was a busy week, you know, so we were, there was no scripting here today, baby. So it's science. It's great. It's an M. Night Shyamalan film. You know, there's so many people in it. Mel Gibson, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Roy M. Night McCulkin, Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Abigail Breslin. It's a movie. It, it was a budget, you know, high budget. So let's just get into it because I want to hear our guest speak. Let's get our petty puffs going. Hey, everybody. So if you're enjoying the podcast so far, definitely look into giving us a rating. It would be really, really beneficial. We're open to ideas and feedback. It really goes a long way. So go ahead and look into giving us a rating. Again, we're on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, and many more places. But for now, let's go ahead and get back to the show. All righty, everybody, welcome back. And we are still hot and heavy in our Aliens Month. And this week, of course, we're going to be discussing 2002's Signs with a very special guest. We're so happy to have Ryan, brother ghoulish, with us. Hi, Ryan. Welcome. Hey, everyone. Thank you for having me. Uh, of course. Thank you for joining us. Brother Ghoulish, Brother Ghoulish's tomb. An icon. I'm very nervous to have you here. <laughs> I just be Aww. screaming about it. <laughs> well, you do. I mean, you have a fantastic podcast, a horror-based podcast, obviously. I mean, ranging from movie reviews, you have original horror short stories on there where, you know, like you say, it's all about the brain. So thank you <laughs> for joining us. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me because, as y'all know, I'm a huge fan of Slash Her, and I've been, you know, tuning in since Jump, and being here is going to be a blast. I love to just, like, turn up and have a good time with friends, especially those who love horror, so let's do it. Yes. <laughs> That's our MO. We just like to have a party. When we have people come on, we're like, you know, just come on, have a party with us. We're super cool. We promise. It's, you know, it's a, it's a conversation, pretty much, talking, talking shit, pretty much. Well, that's where it's at. So today, I'm not going to do like any, you know, fan theory type stuff. We're just going to cut loose. <laughs> Listen, but if it comes up, you know, we're all about it. I like to, I like to, to pick, pick at those ideas as well because I'm crazy. Oh, okay, I have, um... cool. <laughs> uh, well, of course, anytime we have anybody on, we do like to kind of, you know, at least for our listeners, have everybody, you know, get a feeling of who you are. So, what was like your introduction to horror, or like one of your first horror memories? I always change this answer, and I think it's because. Like my family was like a huge horror family. So um, I think this week I'll say it was, and this might change on another feature and they're going to be like this fake bitch. But, <laughs> but um, the more I think about it, I think it was my father watching vampire flicks. Um, he was a huge fan of like Christopher Lee's Dracula. Um, he liked like the, what is that? Those vampires in the circus, the twins of evil or something like that. And it was just like all these old like school vampire flicks. And um, I grew up, you know, in that home. So I think it just kind of rubbed off on me. <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay. So is a vampire like your favorite, like mythical creature? Well, the funny thing is I actually hated vampires forever because <laughs> my father loved it so much. Love um, wow. <laughs> it took for Aaliyah to be in Queen of the Damned. And I'm like, I think I can get with Ooh. this. <laughs> Ugh, yes. Iconic. That was probably around the time also that I was probably like really into vampires. 2002 also, right? It was also 2002. Yeah. A formative year. <laughs> or 2001, perhaps. Hmm. Or 2000? I gotta look it up. I, don't know. But I remember how I felt. 
yeah that that's what's most important that was one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid yeah it was mine too and I think like when you look it up now there you know it's not considered like a really good film and all this other but but in reality I just had a good time like I was I was so young and I loved Aaliyah so it was like a marrying of two really big things you know right definitely oh my goodness obsessed okay so I was about to ask an Aaliyah question but (laughs) uh but we'll kind of focusing on your podcast I mean first off it's fantastic I love it it's like literally like it's just like so smooth to listen to your music, your Thank vibe, you. everything that the production that goes into it is like amazing. So I usually like put it on and like chill or when I'm doing podcast notes, it'll be on in the background. So mm-hmm. like what was like the inspiration behind it? There was this subconscious thing going on. And the longer I do it, the more I realize what really started me doing it was um, just this need to express my love for horror, but then also like to use my voice because I've always wanted to be a writer and I've always loved horror and these particular things I never had an outlet for it so Brother Ghoulish's Tomb became that and the longer that I do it the more that it there's so many random things that it's healing in me and I get to meet so many amazing people and it's just become like an instant part of my life like it feels like I've been doing it forever when in reality it you know, it's just coming up on a year. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. But keep up the good work. Season two is coming soon, right? Yes. Yeah, so it feels like every time I tell people that, though, something comes up that pushes it back because <laughs> of what I'm doing is I'm pre-writing this season, like, more stories. So that way, Ooh. you know, I can really surprise people. Um, And that's why when you contacted me about doing Aliens, I was like, oh, I definitely, like, the universe is speaking through us because... My first story has like an alien theme to it um, that I'm going to premiere. So, and I finished it a few months ago, but you know, I don't want to say too much. (laughs) Oof, no, I love it. Okay, I love it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Under wraps, uh, Disney Channel original movie, Under Wraps. Um, Mm. Another monster feature we need to explore. (laughs) Oh my God, yes. A whole episode devoted to fucking those Disney Channel original movies, like the spooky ones. Those were my fave growing up. I haven't seen them. No. Yeah, because like growing up, I didn't, I didn't have cable. Like my father didn't allow us to have cable, so I didn't see anything. Like meeting my fiance, um, you know, he's gotten me hip to a lot of things. Like I only saw Buffy for the first time last year. Oh, <laughs> iconic though. Yeah, he was like, no excuse. This is on public TV, but I use cable as an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love. Did you love it? Did you love Buffy? Oh yeah, I love okay. it. Okay, yeah. because sometimes. I don't know, because sometimes people, it's like a hit and miss sometimes, I feel like, when they watch it, like, more recently, it's like, when they're older, than like, watching it, like, younger. I think, I think it's because, like, I, I didn't have, like, any huge expectations or anything, I just wanted to have a good time, and it's definitely campy, and it has, like, some really good gems in it, so I, I was enjoying myself, and I'm a Sarah Michelle Gellar fan, she could fart oh, into a microphone, queen. and I would, you know, <laughs> pay $4.99 to listen to that on repeat, so. He yeah. said five stars. <laughs> <laughs> five stars uh, i would pay ten dollars a month to listen to it oh yeah for sure <laughs> i love her but thank you again for joining us so this week again obviously we're discussing signs so i mean when we did reach out to you uh i was like you know which movie would you be like really interested in talking to us with and you said signs so what about it signs is like get you hyped up like that so when when people give me an option to to pick a movie i try to pick ones that i haven't seen a lot of or haven't seen in a long time because then it, it it's like fresh and then I get to like really dip into it and like you guys said in the last episode that scene with that damn thing 
scared me too. And I wanted to like go back through the experience and like see, like remember other things from the film. So, so and did you enjoy your viewing this time around? Was it, I mean, overall, was the movie enjoyable to you? It choices, you know, <laughs> no, no <laughs> choices i i was i was we'll we'll get into it but there it, it was <laughs> it was choices yeah <laughs> well stormy you grew up with this movie so like it holds a place in your heart though right oh yeah i watched it every time it was on stars like obsessed <laughs> with it don't know why i mean i think i connected with it in a weird fucking way because i lived like my grandpa was growing corn at the time oh wow and i have always loved aliens and so and then like we said that one scene just cemented it in my brain and i was like listen i don't know why but i'm connected with mel gibson right now so <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it was just resonating with you like yeah. for sure right very that for sure. and it also i so I didn't recall the scene. Like I said last episode, like the only thing I really remember was that one scene. Um, and I didn't remember anything else. I only remember like what Scary Movie 3 parodies. So like even this time watching it, I was like trying my hardest not to laugh because like anytime something would every happen. Every time you see her hat. <laughs> yeah, the sheriff. Every time I saw her, I was expecting her hat to get bigger and it didn't happen. <laughs> but I was like, damn it. But that's all I remember from this is what Scary Movie 3 parodied. So like watching this, I was like, I don't know. It felt very, I can understand like the child, like what wonder that you could probably have watching a movie like this. I wasn't expecting that, especially like from an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah. Uh, but it was great. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to. <laughs> Choices were made and I can kind of, I can critique it, but like, I really liked it, which was weird for me. I wasn't expecting to. I don't know what I was kind of like, because like you said, Scary Movie 3, they did such a bang up <laughs> job, like parroting it. <laughs> it was very difficult on certain scenes yes. so like not immediately start saying the lines from scary movie three as those <laughs> things are not about to happen on the screen like you said the hat getting bigger <laughs> it felt like that was happening though <laughs> like when they would like you know keep going yes. back to her in the scene from the yes. car accident but i giggled every time i saw it just because i don't know if i was envisioning it but i giggled every time yeah it, it was a tickle for sure but even like with the the direction of this movie like like everything just felt so weird and everybody felt really weird. Everybody felt like an alien to me. So even like with Scary Movie 3, like I thought they were just like making it like very dramatic with how like they interpreted like the alien or the science movie. But like watching this movie, I was like, I, I feel like everybody's like in on a joke that I don't understand because everybody looked like so weird in this movie. They freaked me out. It was all, it was an uneasy feeling throughout like the entire movie. Yeah, I just got a brand new TV and I was telling Adrian, I felt like everybody was making eye contact with me because eye contact is so heavy in this movie. They stare <laughs> and I'm just like, I, I don't like the tension that we've created in this room right now. And it starts like right off the bat. Like I didn't under, like it like throws us right into like the first crop circle within like a minute, two minutes, yeah. maybe. So I was like, damn, I didn't understand. I didn't know it was going to like start like that quickly. I was like taken aback. Yeah, it was kind of fast, wasn't it? Like it, it, it's, it's like you know, crop circle, we're there because the scream is happening. And then they slowly roll out the, the alien invasion over the course of the film. Because for M, M. Night Shyamalan, like for him to not like send us on a whole ass treasure hunt to understand the point of the movie before <laughs> getting to it <laughs> is saying something. <laughs> it was pretty straightforward, wasn't it? I like not, like nothing like there's like the twists weren't even like twisty. I was expecting more twists in this movie. And it was like, we didn't get a lot of that. It was kind of straightforward. 
I thought some of them were kind of subtle. Some of the twists were, it wasn't like a, of his caliber because he's like really great with twists, but um, it was definitely like some little things that have been planted. I think that were, you know, it was like a breeding ground for people who wanted to do like theories and stuff because of the way he had all like these random details and stuff, but Mm -hmm. he did, he did. Cause or, I mean, even like with the, I guess the whole point of the ending as well, we do jump around a lot, uh, but like, so like kind of like, you know, is heavy handed on like things happening because they are supposed to happen and things are supposed to like, yeah. everything falls into place pretty much. And like that kind of comes together at the end too, just like the way the film builds over time. It's very strange, very weird movie. But with that thing, I mean, there's so many crazy fucking things that happen in this movie. Like what is like, I guess like your favorite moment in this movie? Stormy, what would be your favorite? Obviously maybe the birthday party. Uh, that's the one that sticks out the most and even this time watching it like I knew exactly what was going to happen I called almost the instant that he walked out but I was still spooked when he that boy there not the boy but the alien just like struts his stuff across (laughs) and makes eye contact with the camera and then they have to replay it um but my favorite moment is when they walk in and like the kids turn and look and they're all wearing the tinfoil hats I don't know why I love that shot. They're so cute. How about you, Brian? What's like your favorite moment in the film? I would probably say, and I had to check my notes because like I had like a little section for my faves. Um, it was the cornfield scene when um, when he actually goes out at, at night and um, and he's like pushing through and he's telling people, you know, you're not going to get famous for being in my yard. And, <laughs> and then like you see the little legs slip because it's, I don't know why that, that scene strikes me so much, but it was like a really beautiful scene. It was very scary and it was organic. And when I think about UFO stories, I do think about the cornfields. And mm-hmm. and so it was just, oh, that's my favorite scene. Ugh, upset. And you're right, because this movie definitely feels very, like you said, like when you think of aliens and alien abductions, kind of like we hinted to on like last week's episode, like usually you think of like, you know, people who are on farms and like small yeah. town people. But that's why this movie felt just very, I don't know, it all felt like very, like how we interpret like alien abductions and alien stories, like, you know, a small family, like in the middle of nowhere. And the cornfield, like you said, really heightened that. Those fucking crop circles were crazy. And they looked really cool. Like I like the the patterning. Like that was another thing that took a lot of probably detail because it didn't, it, to me, it didn't look like CGI. Like it looked like they actually took a lot of time to put that together for the movie. And it was very sexy. Very sexy. Very sexy. Yeah, I was feeling, I was feeling very, like tingles. Like it was really, it was really good. <laughs> I have never in my life, like ever, fucking seen a crop circle ever in my life. Have you seen one, Stormy? Like, like a real life crop circle? Oh no. Because even the sheriff was talking about how, like, realistically, two people like can make like a nice crop circle, and it's like I feel like it. I really don't like feel how it's humanly possible to do something like that articulate and that perfect. I mean, I've seen a like a maze from up above, but like not like a crop circle. Crop circles are so insane to me. They really are. I, I don't understand how they work. Like, <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. And I don't understand how people can do that. I don't. Well, in this one, it's like basically their version of dropping a pin on Google Maps. <laughs> so <laughs> that makes them even creepier. <laughs> It really was. It was their whole fucking map. That's the best thing I've heard all day, Stormy. What? <laughs> it really was that. It's like an intergalactic Google Maps. That's <laughs> that's so accurate. You're welcome. 
Oh, goodness. Um, I didn't expect also that there was like so many, I, I again, I came into this movie blind as fuck. Like I didn't know Joaquin Phoenix was in it. I didn't know Rory McCulkin was in it. I didn't know <laughs> Abigail Breslin was in it. I just knew Mel Gibson was in it, but I didn't know about anybody else. I was freaking the fuck out when I saw all these people. Me too. And I, I'm embarrassed to admit that as I'm watching it, even with, cause you know, Joaquin, he has like very signature features and, um, you know, like the lip, like, like his eyes, like the darkness around his eyes. I literally am staring at this man for like 20 or 30 minutes of the film. <laughs> yeah, and who I'm the still... fuck is that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And then when I start doing my IBNDing or whatever, it's this Joaquin Phoenix. I'm like, you stupid people. <laughs> like, like, this is literally him and same difference with Rory. Like, he looks like himself, but it just wasn't registered for some reason. Like that one took that one took a while for me to figure out who the fuck he was. I was like, I was uh, I was like, wait, I was like, that that the Home Alone kid, and I was just staring at the for the look, and I was like, is that him? And even when I went and I looked at his name, it didn't like click, and I was like, oh fuck, it's Charlie from Scream Four, and I was like, oh fuck, it is a McCulkin. So I was like, I did I did not know he was in here. He was too much for me in this movie. No emotion. That poor kid. Yeah, can we agree that he's the worst character? And we agree. Mm, yes, like, ma'am. I don't even, like, let me tell you something. When <laughs> his little ass started popping off at the end of the film, first of all, it felt unwarranted. In <laughs> <laughs> the moment that, like, his, I don't know how y'all want to chop this up, but. No, we, we go we, all over the place. We talk, you talk about what you want when you want, baby. We, <laughs> we don't care. Because this is a charged topic for me, Mr. Rory <laughs> McHawkin, like. When um he was like down in between like Mel Gibson's legs and he was trying to, you know, resuscitate him. Um, I was watching my fiance and he, he called me a piece of shit because I was like, I was like, isn't this giving you the choreography of a uh, touch about Lloyd? And he was like, <laughs> he was like, no. <laughs> Cause it was very like, you know, like, and I was like, I definitely would have let him, you know, kill over because the way he talked to me. You wanted him to be your father earlier? Well, I'm not your father now. How about that? You want to be petty? And then same difference with like when, um, what, what other time he was about to die? And I was like, let it happen. Oh, when the thing, when the thing took him. I was like, oh, yeah, when he grabbed him. <laughs> I, that moment where they're standing in the living room. And I don't know, it reminds me of like old school Tekken when you're in like the choosing screen and the way that they fucking like bounce around and they like do a random karate chop or something like that's what he looks like except he's like just holding this child and I was like why is nobody doing anything that is a mess because it's so true they weren't it was so awkward I mean I guess I don't know I don't I don't know if we should save the ending for closer to the ending <laughs> No, I think that's probably the thing we probably have a lot to talk about. Uh, <laughs> before focusing first on him being an awful character, from the jump, when he fucking, when uh, Mel Gibson was running around the cornfield like two minutes in looking for the little girl, and he just, his tone, like the first line delivery that he has, like he sounds like a little bitch. And I'm like, you are like so fucking sassy. Like, I know your mom's dead. I, <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. I understand like mm. the emotional baggage this kid has, but he is such a little shit, a know-it-all. And like, just the way he talks to his dad, it's just like, you're so annoying. Uh, it, from the job, I was like, you are so fucking annoying. And he also like, I mean, I understand that the dog was going to attack his sister, but like full Michael Myers tease, like does not hesitate to just stab this dog in the neck. Uh, do we not like, th- do we not think this kid's weird? Are we not concerned with him? He was, he was very strange. Like, and he kind of was giving me vibes of, what was the name of that little boy from um from Sixth Sense? Thank you. You just 
Yeah. We're on the same level. I felt like that character was like modeled after him mm, because it felt very, very reminiscent. And um, but it was just more annoying. Cause the kid in the Sixth Sense movie, he didn't piss me off. Like he was likable for me, but like Rory's character, Jesus, Willikus Christ. I think that I, he is very, very annoying, but I love that he's the most fucking logical at like seven years old. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, because Mel Gibson was also so annoying the entire movie for me. His whole character, I was like... I'm frustrated that he just... He doesn't blink for 48 seconds at a time. Girl. Just staring at everything. Like, I know your eyes are dry. (laughs) Can I, first of all, say that I aspire, though? Like, if I could just not blink, I would would start acting today. I would use it as, like, a scare tactic. (laughs) You'd work for the FBI? (laughs) (laughs) Tell me all your fucking secrets. I'm not playing, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is so fucking weird. The entire movie. He made me uneasy the entire movie. But, you know, the other characters are cool in the movie. Abigail Breslin's really cute. I She annoys me now. There's something about her that now, like modern, like her modern stuff that really annoys me. But she was really cute in this movie. I thought she did fine. She's adorable. And Joaquin does good as, what's his name? Meryl? Yes. Yeah. Meryl. The most hillbilly name I've ever heard. An awful name. Listen Meryl. here, Meryl. <laughs> but a ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah, he, I wish he did more. He felt like he didn't do anything in this movie. He's kind of just chilling. He didn't. Uh, he's, he's swung. Oh, he swung away. He right. He was there. Swung away. When he didn't have to, because there's fucking water everywhere. So really the little girl is the savior in the whole movie. <laughs> she is. She is. She is. Yeah. But I'm I, I'm kind of I'm kind of down with her like no floaties in the water thing because like that also grosses me out. But she's you know they're on well water. There's floaties right away. Oh, <laughs> you know what's funny though? Like I was telling like the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like I'm with her. I don't like tap water. If someone doesn't get this girl an Avion or something, like I don't I don't blame her. She said Voss or nothing, bitch. What? Right. What the fuck? She said I know I saw Fiji at the corner store. Come on. You give her this still ass water. Maybe she wants sparkling. Yeah. And she watches <laughs> and she watches Dexter's Laboratory. She's cool as fuck. I like this little girl. I vibe with her. She stopped an alien. She saved the world. <laughs> and it even feels like they they kind of hinted that, like, because you know how she kept saying, Oh, I dreamed about this. So it kind of felt like she was like able to see enough of what you know what would have transpired. That that is part the of the chosen what it, one. Yeah, she is the chosen one of signs. And she leaves water around because she's anticipating an invasion. Right. So I fuck with that. Just in case the aliens are coming tonight. So she's going to set it all up. Mel Gibson's busy boarding everything up and she's busy (laughs) filling up glasses of water. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's a team effort. So, okay. So with this movie also, I wasn't expecting it to be like... Like stuff happens, obviously, but like a lot doesn't happen. Like it's all like very, <laughs> like for real. Like I don't know what I was expecting. Like I was expecting more. Like, it was all very like every, we were mostly at the farmhouse. Even the ending was kind of like anticlimactic a little bit. So like I just like I don't know. Do we enjoy that it didn't like really do too much? We didn't see too much alien action, I guess. I wish there was more like World of the War vibes. Like I want to see them floating above my house and be terrified like I don't want one trapped in my uh in my kitchen <laughs> how did that happen how did he get that thing in there that boy's smart apparently how did it might get that he had a spray closet? bottle and he said back back get in there <laughs> get your ass <laughs> <laughs> the alien's like oh. 
that was the most confusing thing to me. So I like, how, how did this alien get stuck in that room like that? Mm. That's that scene freaked me out though. Where he sticks his hand under the yeah, where the alien hand comes out. I was not expecting that. That freaked me the fuck out. And he chopped his fingers off. It's it's a good it's a good scene. The caption says "ah" twice. So is the alien screaming "ah"? <laughs> I think the alien. Yeah, the alien screamed because yeah, it sounded different. Yeah, <laughs> it sounded way different than Mel Gibson <laughs> trying to act scared. <laughs> I mean, I kind of felt like, like you said, like, do we love like the like the the absence of kind of like the super alien overlord aspect? Um, I think that was my disconnect in the movie. To like, I, I kind of felt like when I watch a movie, I like to be a part of the party. Like, I like to be where the party is, which is why I'm happy to be here. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be in the bathroom of hell while Little Nas X is giving a lap dance in the other room. Like, I want <laughs> to see, that. I want to see it happening. And I, I think like, like Stormy's saying, if they went like World of the Wars, I mean, War of the whatever, World put the, the correct W's where they go. <laughs> Um, like it would have given me some. It would have given me some. It would have. Don't Fuck it. It's a hill click. Uh, if I hit that one, I get back up. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yes, uh, what were you saying? something about oh um yeah the the ww's like oh yeah (laughs) world worlds if it was more like that i would have enjoyed it more because then it would have been more action-packed and excuse me if i was in a space where i don't know like you're seeing i don't know i can't explain it but like it's just i wanted more aliens i guess that's the easiest way to put it bury that you get a sense of fomo like yes give me nothing (laughs) That's exactly what we had. Yeah, they literally had like a whole war with these aliens for like 12 hours and like Mel Gibson was sleeping the entire time. Like we don't know what the fuck, like, we didn't get anything. I think that's what a lot of people like have an issue with with this movie is like the buildup is, I guess, okay. Like it's fun and you're like, you're like waiting to see the aliens and then like our full like climax is like one random alien, like Stormy said, bopping around like a fucking loading screen in the living room. Like we didn't get anything else. And like even like in the books that, uh, the little boy was reading like even had a picture like exactly of their house and like a fucking huge laser blast blowing it up and like it's like literally they're part of the map like they happen to be right there by where they're fucking coming in to invade planet earth and like we get nothing give us a little bit something something i also don't understand like so we see all of these ships like on tv they're this is like the end of the world to them but there's only one alien and that specific alien just terrorizes this town and he's pissed that he gets locked in a pantry and comes after mel gibson like you could have let me out why where's the rest of his gang do they are they pack animals or can i just lock them in a closet and we're good and i don't like this feeling of like i've mastered traveling across the cosmos at light speed but i'm going to break into your house and do hand-to-hand combat (laughs) a simple latch off of a door Mm, i mean i did respect the cabaret moment when the arm came out the vent you know that was really cool you know i like that part but aside from that like i was like no okay i got my life and i was like no i'm mad again like where are the weapons (laughs) 
like this could have went a lot more efficient we have better weapons than them how is that possible that's what i was screaming the entire time was look for weapon like like he's giving his son a fucking speech about like his dead mom and like i get it and i get that's a huge plot point for these characters i don't give a fuck and like i'm like and then fucking joaquin's like he's in the house and they're like oh your mom wanted me to tell you this (laughs) and i'm like you can't tell him six months ago when she died girl and like grab a fucking i don't know grab a fucking something a fire poker a knife like you guys are not preparing i'm like what are you the little girl was the only one preparing by fucking filling glasses of water right hate this family (laughs) me too i would be super fucking pissed if i'm spending my last moments with my dad and he's making me sad like i'm already gonna fucking die like don't make me die sad yeah exactly i like i really don't like Adrian said, give a fuck about what my mom was talking about. Like when she gave birth to me, like if you don't get a weapon and defend us, honestly, this is why I would uh, prefer Joaquin to be my daddy. Like, so this is why I didn't want you to be my daddy. Yeah, because look at what you're doing. And he's holding on to the kid, so the kid can't even like run away. And when they're in the basement, the one weapon that they have is that pickaxe, and they use it to block the door. Girl, I was so triggered. And also. The cabaret moment that you were talking about gives me very Jurassic Park vibes whenever she pulls the arm out of the cage. (laughs) So I always giggle at that part too. I I forgot that happened. I like I didn't know that happened. So that was a literal gag for me when that happened. I was like, oh, taking the back a little bit. Had to clutch my pearls because I did not know. But then M Night does whatever the fuck M Night does and like throws the camera onto the ground and like we see nothing. We don't see what happens when they're fighting off this alien. It just shows us the little girl's feet for like. 15 seconds like that I don't want to see <laughs> that a fade to black <laughs> as much shit as I'm talking though it led to really great scare scenes because I think by like giving us like so many elongated periods without any aliens or any particular scares it did help make those scenes really good like the pantry scene was good the cornfield scene was good that thing walking across like it was scary those moments hit so hard because it was like you know, you don't see the monster, but you know it's there. So that piece was, I think, intentional. It didn't, I would have still preferred more, excuse me, more aliens, but yeah, no. The scares are perfect, like you said. I think the issue is is just like with, like like the kids are great, but like you said, it's like less is more like scare, which is fine. But I think, you know, the entire film, like you're waiting then for something to happen, you know, and we don't get too much of a good payoff so i think that's why i mean i still love the movie like still like i'm probably going to be watch this movie a lot actually because those scares still are like really good the family still feel like really fun to make fun of and like there's some iconic moments the tinfoil hats like literally made me giggle very loudly (laughs) when i watched it because they look so cute with the little tinfoil hats on i just want to understand how the mom like just magically knew some like helpful information (laughs) (laughs) she's just literally dying on the hood of a truck and she's like you know what an alien spoke to me and they're coming and you need to know all of these bits of information girl and i don't know how she lived so long Uh, like i don't like that was some freak accident everything was supposed to happen he was supposed to hear her say swing away because she was literally just there her body was torn in half and like she was still breathing living doing her thing i was very confused it was, I did get a little emotional though. It worked. I'm pissed off because it was a little bit emotional when they were talking to each other, but it was kind of very silly. They did a great job with her makeup and um, like the lighting and everything. Like her hair was sitting right because sometimes I get taken out of scenes like that because the hair ain't sitting right. 
so you can like see it bumped up a bit and i'm like and it just it takes me out of it but like no she looked really good like like they did an amazing job with that scene yeah it felt good i mean i think it's like my favorite like um, I mean, kind of looking at like the directing of it, like the lighting and everything in that scene was like my favorite in the movie. It just, it looked really pretty. Everybody, everything popped. Mel Gibson's awful hair dye like worked in that lighting. It looked great. His uh, collar is popping on that yeah. one. It's very crisp. <laughs> it really was. I, I felt like the only thing they could have did like, and this is a me thing. It looked great. So it was just like a, I kind of felt it was a little too on the nose that he, had his priest robes on like that late at night but that was just a me thing like i was just like <laughs> like okay i, was I like, don't I think like they that. just live like that out in the wild yeah. like i don't see them at the grocery store like that <laughs> and those priests oh god i was about to go back straight back to the childhood like always because i know uh <laughs> in our church our preacher he he was always like styling he was he had like three different cars at the church that he owned and i was like what do you do with this money girl that we're giving to you because <laughs> he had mm. three three nice cars that's called embezzle Moment. He was always, and he would walk around town in his little with his little outfit on, and he would just drive his nice cars everywhere. So I could, I guess, maybe, but <laughs> like, take it off when you're going home. Yeah, where to see your dead wife? Like, oh, <laughs> let me, you know, say her vestments, or is that is that a thing? I'm not religious. I'm not. I don't I have no idea. <laughs> maybe that's why they're just like that. Is they're like, one day I'm gonna pass by a fatal car wreck and. <laughs> I'm going to be their savior. I'm going to save their soul. Drive by sermon. <laughs> he said, not on my watch. And put on his robes and <laughs> the Catholic Superman. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, as I didn't want to get dragged or anything. It's like the church makes them think that they're superheroes. So like, that's mm. his cape. He's like, just in case you never know, fighting crime every hour of the night, just in case you never know. I mean, I guess maybe in that small town, because be, like even after he's not a fucking father, they keep calling him father. So maybe he already knows that these people always want him to do something. So maybe he's just prepared to like be called somewhere because this town looks like they're like that. They're his light and his they're like they're his. I can't even say it. He's but their it, light it, in it, the t- or <laughs> he's their light in the darkness, I guess. Like it seems like a people- his his war of the worlds of WWE. Right <laughs> <Yeah>. I got <laughs> Because everybody just seems to fucking just always go to him, this poor guy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he did a good job, like, with that piece of the role. Because at first, I didn't know how they'd play with it. But then look at when he was in that pharmacy, for example, and he was talking to that girl. I love that scene. It was pretty funny. Like, because she was like, you know, oh, is um, douchebag a curse word? And um, he's like, it depends on the context. And she's like, you're a douchebag for dating, you know, whoever. He was like, then yes. He's like, okay, then it wasn't 37 times. It was 75. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and the next scene he's saying to his kids, I do not want you around this, this girl. They did that well, yeah. Yeah, it was very funny. And then even in that scene when he's when she's talking to him, that old man like looks out from behind him because he's still in line. It was very funny. Yeah. I like this movie. I really do enjoy this fucking movie. It's very funny. As much shit as we talk, we do enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's easy to talk shit about this movie. I feel like I mean, it's all it's an older movie, so like it's kind of easy to kind of pick at the stuff that's very funny in it. But I thought it was great, even the first scare, which I was a complete surprise to me when he's in the room with the little girl and the aliens on the fucking roof just staring at him. That freaked me the fuck out. Can I go on a rant about that scene? Absolutely. Because I do. So I don't understand. Okay, so if I look out the window and I see someone on the roof, and he said he thought it was. What do you say, Pritchard? I wrote it down somewhere. Yeah, some random guy in the town. Some guy that lives by them. Some random hood. Like, like literally, this is my daughter's room. 
the reaction he gave was so reduced. Like, he's just like, oh, I think Pritchard is up on the roof. And, you know, he gets Joaquin and they go around. He's like, what should I do? Murder him. And what means of, like, how did he get up there? Like, there's so many things that, like, that scene bothered me a lot. It did. And, like, the alien, like, is able to outrun them and, like, jump onto the roof and then jump off the roof out into, like, the cornfield. I don't, well, that's what I'm assuming he's doing. But then, like, he can't break into this room at the end. But he's able to, like, fucking fly all over the place like this. I don't know. And, yeah. But he gets trapped in a pantry and his fingers cut off. Yeah, I don't understand, like, what I don't know what their game is. But, like, the little boy was saying is, like, in that book, which obviously has all the answers. I don't know how they completely got the entire alien invasion correct. Apparently, the mom... <laughs> The mom has known answers for a very long time. Girl, something. Because even in the book, he's like, yeah, the book says that they're going to come and, you know, they're not going to bring their weapons. They're going to fight us hand to hand. I was like, what? Stupid fucking aliens. <laughs> like, what? Stupid fucking aliens. And they're going to come fight us hand to hand. I also don't believe that they're out, like, if they would have come to Texas or, like, New Mexico, they would have got shot, like, right away. So <laughs> I don't understand. Amen. <laughs> I don't understand why they wouldn't bring weapons because you know their guns would like blow ours out of the water. So like their little gas things. I don't know what he's doing with his finger or whatever that was. Poison gas. Is it like spider web? Like a Spider-Man <laughs> thing where you can, <laughs> can you shoot it? <laughs> his web slingers. Right. Uh what were you saying, Ryan? You didn't know what? <laughs> Proceeds to pour more drinks like he did. <laughs> yeah, I have this. Well, I'll tell you after, but but <laughs> They, um, couldn't they have put that under the door and then just keep, you know, until they, you know, run out and then just, you know, pump the gas. You know, <laughs> through that, why don't you have like a weapon that hmm. puts stuff into rooms to, since you want the people and you don't want to take the planet, apparently, why don't you literally any human could have done like a better job? Maybe it's just like, um, uh, like a scary Pride? movie three. No, no, <laughs> no. I was like, maybe it's just like a, I like a fart or something. Like that, their farts are poisonous or something, and that was his chance. Of like, this is one shot to go to kill this kid. His assholes in his wrist, Adrian. <laughs> well, they, I'm saying like in scary movie three where they piss out their fingers. <laughs> like maybe that's what they're making fun of in that movie because it's just like right. a random puff of smoke that came out of him. So maybe that's his one shot, and he's like, let me fucking kill this kid before I go. I guess. Oh, it's it's like a bee. Like they only have one sting. <laughs> Yeah, like one poisonous thing, one poisonous puff. <laughs> I gotta save my puff. Then how? Then how petty of him? <laughs> Very petty. Honestly, was... this alien is petty though because he seeks Mel Gibson out again. <laughs> Father, it's because he believes in God. And he he like... <laughs> said, "Save my soul, Daddy." <laughs> oh, I was also fucking annoyed with um. With M. Night being in this movie, he just forced himself. Oh, he just in. implants himself. Very obviously, you can tell. <laughs> the camera zooms in on him every time he's on screen, like just so we know that he's in this movie. The you know, he point- has a remote that like controls the zoom in, and he's like, <laughs> and he's doing it just for his moment. It's his moment to shine. <laughs> yeah, he was annoying in this. Movie. I don't know. He was annoying yeah. to me, forcing himself into the movie like that. I was like, get out of here, girl. You're not interesting. And he has to have like this heavy emotional scene with Mel Gibson, who is emotionless. And it just doesn't work for me. Their whole like moment does not work for me. Yeah. I'm going to the lake, but I'm also bleeding, but I'm not going to tell you why. Also, don't go in my pantry. <laughs> also that. And he still goes in there and goes in there anyways. Hmm. He's like, what's in your pantry? Why didn't the family fucking leave? I don't understand why they didn't leave their stupid house. When like, I would have Bitch, left. If I'm gonna die, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna die in my house. What? No, I would have been gone. I don't want to die. 
<laughs> I'll go to the lake. <laughs> That's the difference between us, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, well, you know, aliens, if it happens, it happens. Right. It's just like me <laughs> dying in the comfort of my own fucking home. Eating a bag of hot Cheetos. That'd be me. Just eating hot Cheetos on the couch. He just waiting. breaks in the room and Adrian just like looks over and he's like, hmm. And just you know what I would do. Like, I'm talking all this shit about their decisions. And like, I really don't know what I would do. Like, if aliens were coming, I really don't know. Like, I don't know. That was my thing as well. And that's what I told my boyfriend too. Cause I mean, we were yelling at them to get weapons, but I was like, you know, in this moment in any horror movie that I watch, where we make fun of people. I'm like, really? I probably would be like completely lost if something like this happened. I also probably would just run to the basement and hope for the best. Cause when I, what am I realistically going to do if I step outside? Do I really think I'm going to like fucking Kung Fu fight an alien and hope I can win? <laughs> like, I really don't yeah, stand no. a chance. So I, I, at least a weapon, I would at least grab something to poke somebody with but they didn't even try that yeah and then you know i'm not because the thing about it is let's say i did have kids i wouldn't like allow them to leave water around and so i would have been short like because i definitely (laughs) would have been like if you don't pick that water like i like i would have like been advocating for my own destruction without knowing it so (laughs) very that i would just throw peter's my dog's like water bowl on him and we'd be good not the way my dog be drinking up water it'd be just like a sprinkle nothing left right you would depend on it and then it just throws three drops on him he just looks at you <laughs> as i get like <laughs> destroyed by his little poisonous <laughs> petty puff it's really what it was dude i don't know the movie to me still feels very i guess it is what is it rated pg-13 mm. I, I don't know actually let me look at Cause it feels, I don't, it feels childlike almost. Maybe because I'm watching it like at 26, but like, it felt like a movie that would be like really scary to a kid. <laughs> I think that's why I resonated with it. Cause I was, I started at such a young age. Cause it definitely has like that. It has like a whimsical vibe to it. Like it feels, I mean, I guess, I mean, like we said, like it feels very traditional. It's what PG-13. you would expect. Is it? Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. It feels very that. I enjoyed it. It made me feel like something. If I had kids, it'd be something I would show my kid. It's like one of their first like movies to watch. Oh, like, yeah. Watch this alien movie. It's pretty fucking creepy because it didn't feel like it was a little too much to me. It felt, I don't know. I enjoyed it a lot, even though it's fucking stupid and some of the <laughs> acting is so bad. And I mean, I didn't expect it to be so bad, but it was pretty bad in some instances, but it works. I don't hate it completely. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> like choices, like I said at the beginning, but like you said, I think that it's aged well because like it's one of those films that because it doesn't have so much of the alien technology it doesn't have the risk of looking stupid later because sometimes when you look at like what they thought you know aliens would have like in the future like now you know looking back at it it just doesn't it doesn't age well because it looks stupid like it just looks weird but um because we have things that are more sophisticated than what they thought the aliens would have for example right sometimes less is more so I'm saying all this, but I'm still like choices. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the aspect, I guess, though, of like, like if there being like a huge, like obviously like a worldwide phenomenon with these aliens happening and we're stuck in this small town. I didn't mm. hate that. And like Stormy said, I guess like for us growing up in a small town, like we can resonate with that because mm. it's cool to see like something so big and like monstrous happening. But we're seeing it from like 
people who are going to be in the middle of nowhere like how do they handle it that's why i just wish yeah. the ending was a little bit more or like we had a little bit more happening because it was cool like i enjoyed the vibes up until the end i did hate though with um i guess i didn't hate it but it was just annoying because the, the kid is so annoying to me but with the baby monitor also that scene was so ridiculous when they were just like listening to the aliens talk on the baby monitor i was like where like <laughs> what is happening here yeah, I forgot about that part. Like, like they did have a scene where it was like you can kind of hear like the garbled, uh-huh. and it didn't really go anywhere. And then they stopped using it. So they really did stop using the whole. They like they set it up, and then like they use it for that scene only. Which I guess at least they set it up for some type of finish. But like they never use it. I guess yeah. they use it at the end a little bit, but mm-hmm. it didn't even help because the alien was still there and it didn't do anything for them. But yeah. that scene was annoying to me. I just hate the kid. I just hate him being right because he's annoying to me. If I babysat him, he would have been in trouble during that alien invasion. I was like, your child vanished. I don't know what happened. I'm sad that they killed two separate dogs in this movie. Like, thankfully, we don't have to see any of them, but very sad. Yeah, I was very upset about that. So I wasn't tripping. They had like hella dogs, but you only see them one at a time and only like a minute before their death. And they all had like names like they belonged to that. What was that secret vampire cult from fucking Twilight? Um, the Volturi. Uh, the Volturi. Didn't all the dogs sound like they belong to the Volturi or something? Like... It was like Isabel and... <laughs> what was the other dog's name? I don't even remember. The very Volturi. Volturi vibes for sure. Definitely. <laughs> for sure. I need to go watch Twilight now. Uh, yes. Don't get me started on that trash. Um, So why were the dogs freaking out? Because aliens, I guess the frequencies going on maybe? Uh, well, because they say animals can sense like wild shit anyways. So they're probably just feeling the vibes. On edge. Yeah, but that one goes yeah. crazy and the other one doesn't. So I don't. They set that up and just to kill the dog. <laughs> I feel so bad for it. I hate when movies do that because sometimes, like nowadays, I'm more um, surprised when the dogs live because it feels like they use the dogs as like kind of like a mechanic. Like, oh, this is what could happen to you as a human. And it's mm-hmm. like it's so old now. Like, I'd like to see a dog like persevere and like dog just rips an alien's neck out. Yeah, or it was Puff Pipe. <laughs> it's Teddy Puff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's why I like uh, the hills have eyes because the dog, well, one of them dies, unfortunately, but then the other one gets pissed off and comes back and like bites off the fucking crazy uh, nuclear explosion incest people. So that's why I like those movies because the dogs like fight back. In these movies, the dogs just, they die so fast. We don't even get to fucking see them. I felt so bad. Those things look so fucking scary. <laughs> <laughs> Is, they're so terrifying uh, so fucking scary i love those movies i can't watch them often because they get really gory for me and i get really yeah, upset the rape scenes rough mm-hmm. yes. can't deal with that but you know i love those movies and you know signs is just as great it, <laughs> it got the <laughs> it job is to bring it around town <laughs> anybody else have anything else about signs any other notes scenes anything else we want to touch on um, just the fact that their little garbly noises still make me uncomfortable. Oh, the alien like, noises? Yeah. I don't know why it makes me uncomfortable, but they give me the heebie-jeebies. But, I mean, how do we feel about the alien design in this movie? Because, I mean, it's very straightforward, I guess. Very what we would expect, but it's Grace meets tech in, bro. <laughs> it's very boring to me. I wish we had something else. Yeah. To, I mean, I think I would have enjoyed it more if they made them less, like, like buff like i think it would have been more, so like, buff dude yeah and they had cakes like yes they were working they were working out squats i wanted them to be more like 
I don't know, like the like the ones you guys were talking about in the last episode, like from you know Barney and Betty Hill, like the the grays, like the mm-hmm. long skin, right. because that's actually frightening to me, to be honest. Like some Slender Man type shit. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think they're buff because they've been working out to take us hand to hand combat. <laughs> okay, he covered his bases because you're right. That's one hundred percent true. I would not like. I would not deny. He's if you, been doing squats. He said, "Let me squeeze these your head out with these thighs." Yes, mad squats. But the, <laughs> yes, very that. Um, but he does it. Like when fucking Mero grabs the baseball bat, that alien turns around and is waiting for his beating. Like what hand to hand? He said, "Hit me, daddy." He did. It gave me like fucking uh, like the Da Vinci Code, where he's like whipping himself. Like he just turned around. He was like, "Yes, this is my <laughs> sacrifice for my people." Like hit me with this bat, baby. And I was like, and, and he did nothing, and he would just sit there and like stare and like hiss while he was getting smacked the fuck around with this bat. I was like, "Can we do something?" Like you came here to fight us. Like fucking, I don't know, Mortal Kombat his ass or something. Do something alien. He just stood there the entire time. If he can project sound all over the house, like you would think that like he could multiply. I don't remember what character it does, but <laughs> he like mirrors himself around and like starts whooping ass. That'd be cool, right? But we he think? just stands there. I'm sure they probably would have like adventured through more if it I know this feels wrong for me to say because like I know the budget was what. 72 million or something mm-hmm. but it felt like the budget wasn't big enough or something because that's that's what it personally felt like like it the alien didn't look good yeah. not at all it felt like they made do <laughs> yeah i was also annoyed when they had the alien on the roof also be cgi i was like why not just have somebody stand there and like make yeah. it look not stupid it scared me when it happened but it then like i was like i rewind I, I rewound it and i was like oh that kind of freaked me out and then and i saw it again i was like oh that's a cgi blob of blackness out there like what's the fucking point just have somebody stand there like it would be creepier if it was just like somebody that should there. have been m night Shyamalan's cameo, cameo? it's <laughs> 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 <is> terrible <laughs> and so he gave himself a heavy role he's i'm gonna be the man that hits your wife and murders her <laughs> and causes you to lose faith and we have a big moment of dialogue and then i trapped the first eight like he gave himself a big ass role and he did nothing with it I agree. Give me nothing. Yeah, they put too much effort into like trying to make him like like when they're sitting and eating pizza and like it has like a whole moment of them like cutting to him walking and then cutting to Mel Gibson staring at him and the kids like oh, who who's that and I was like is he gonna save them in the end like did we and it was nothing he drives away from his fucking house I was like what was the point of all that I really feel Meg Mel Gibson whenever he's crying over the French toast though I do that every Sunday. <laughs> I- <laughs> You know what's funny though? Like I I only do that if like I had like way too many mimosas and like <laughs> I'm just like, okay, like all these things that I'm thinking about, you know. Mm, they geez. catch up to you. Yeah, they catch you, girl. Especially when the you know the, the poisonous aliens are trying to get your ass in hand to hand mortal combat outside your house. <laughs> That's some stressing shit. That's another thing. I would have been drunk as fuck inside this house. Oh, but he's also a priest. So I guess he probably doesn't drink, but. Oh, no, he wasn't a priest anymore. Remember, don't call me daddy no more. Did you say that? So... Don't call me daddy no more. He got them right together. <laughs> and they still wouldn't listen. Uh, they would still be like, father. They would still just fucking just discredit everything he was saying. His trauma, he couldn't handle it anymore. And they still didn't give two fine fucks. I mean, to laugh at that because it was trauma. But like. <laughs> 
that shit turned him all the way off from his religion. He was like, no, nah, I can't deal with this. That, that was the last night he wore it, like when he was wearing it to the scene. And the ending scene too, where he's like walking, like a whole moment of him going and putting it on. And I was like, do I care? I truly no. don't. <laughs> I don't care about you coming back to your faith. I don't give a fuck. I really, truly don't. It took an alien invasion to bring you back to Jesus. Right. It took his piece of shit son and his his asthma. Also, does asthma work like that? Like, do your lungs close off like that? So if I were to shoot you in the face with poisonous gas while you're having an asthma attack, would you not die? I don't understand. No. Also, this little bitch needs to carry his fucking inhaler. Like, I would have a necklace or a fucking put it in your pocket or I don't fucking know. If you're going to lock me in a basement, bring my fucking medicine. I was saying the same thing and he's a kid. So I feel like this really fell down on dad because like kids are just, I could have like, my parents could have told me as a kid, if you do not carry this eyedropper with you, your eyes will explode every hour on the hour. And I would have <laughs> left that shit <laughs> just on principle alone. Like right. you, have to, you have to be responsible for your kids, especially during a, an alien invasion. <laughs> very that but also this kid is like he's solving the fucking alien like game plan that's true yeah like he's reading big books on alien yeah he has their whole plan figured out like if he has the wherewithal to like create these tinfoil hats and like read this big ass book and, and then he should he should know to have his fucking inhaler on him at all times just in case i fucking start to die in the middle of an alien invasion <laughs> just in case it's just a stupid kid or the little girl well i won't put that much pressure on her i was like because she no, saw this in her too, dream she's, <laughs> she's a baby she was the best part of this movie she spoke the le- she spoke the least and i love that about her she was about business like she had a consistent character she contributed in her own way and she was just adorable she straight okay. up was like i changed my vote so we're staying here which i liked by the way do we like that the fucking water like is what took out this alien i hated it i'm sad that i won't get to see like an alien on a beach in <laughs> <laughs> <And> a speedo <laughs> He got cake. He does. It was so sweet. And they came to a planet that's like 70% water. Right. Did they not? Maybe they don't know that that's like their biggest weakness. (laughs) All they really needed to do was go down to like the local fire station and just grab a water truck. Oh, yeah. The real heroes of the alien invasion were the fucking firefighters. The volunteer firefighters. (laughs) Just blasting with water. Wait a minute. Y'all are fucking genius. Like, no, but really, that would have been an exciting scene, actually. Like, if it was. a bunch of like yeah, a bunch of firefighters. Firefighters versus aliens. Yes, like they're they're storming the ranch, and someone's like, "Not today." <laughs> you know, like, Wait, hold up. The water hose don't make that noise. And yeah, but they can. Like, super it? soaker or something. It's like <laughs> it'd be science too. Lethal weapon. And <laughs> I don't come in peace. <laughs> you know. And then, <laughs> Excellent. Oh my goodness. I would have loved the scene with uh where it, like it was maybe like the aliens like facing off with the cops and the cops got their asses whooped because that's what we love to see. And then the firefighters <laughs> come up behind them and they're like the real heroes and they fucking just start spraying <laughs> their fucking water everywhere. He said the real first responders <laughs> starts burning oh the fucking alien skin and just driving them off the planet. So stupid. So fucking stupid. They're just hissing as they like tuck in drift back into their <laughs> very blanca. <laughs> Yes. Uh, the best part about this movie, obviously, at least I, what I thoroughly enjoyed was all like the news footage scenes. That's what I loved. I love seeing, like, I guess, like Ryan was saying earlier, like being able to see outside of what we were like being 
forced to watch like seeing what was happening around the world was really fun and interesting and we got that obviously that great scene uh with the kids birthday party which was iconic legendary such a fucking effective scare loved it i feel like so many alien movies are set in um like metropolitans and just heavily populated areas that it was cool to get to see little daddy and his children (laughs) (laughs) locking themselves in the basement i know i keep calling back to like last episode but when you think about it being in the country though like that's more what you see with people who talk about encountering aliens like it's typically you know in the in the south well not south but like the country you know right the rural areas of the world Mm -hmm. is typically what we see which is cool which i enjoyed it was like very i mean because my boyfriend has not seen any of these movies before so when we were watching it last night i had mentioned world worlds he's Mm -hmm. like what's that i was like you know it's kind of like this movie but like the complete opposite like we're in the middle of the action like the entire time same dynamic same family dynamics of like you know that dakota fanning is also so annoying in that movie oh i love dakota fanning no ma'am she is so Bitch. annoying in that movie i cannot we stand can fight her. about it it's fine later later this month we'll fight about it but um like it's the complete opposite so i told them i was like i was like i think you might enjoy that one a little bit more i was like because it just brings it gives you a little bit more to like eat and digest yeah. and like mm-hmm. enjoy but I still really enjoy science. I don't know what it is about this movie. Maybe it is like the absurdity of it all and just like the weird staring and like the awkward silence and like the weird family dynamics that are just strange. I, I don't, the whole movie feels weird and I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is enjoyable about it. Like I may be shady this whole time talking about it, but as I'm talking about it with you guys, I'm actually having fun. Like, so I feel like there are gems in this film, whether it be the scenes or the way that they handle certain topics like it's it's definitely it's a good piece i'll say it like i i feel like yeah it, it's a drinking movie yeah it stays true to emily Shyamalan's like whole vibe though because i feel like a lot of movies that came out in the same era were like more playful in a way and he definitely kept his vibe of like trying to be mysterious and working with like the film noir shadows and shit like that so which i love by the way yeah, I love the scenes in the basement too when Mel, is it when he gets back up? I don't know when it is, but the lighting in that scene is actually really interesting as well. I really enjoyed those shots also. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a fun little movie. It is very, it is, it's stupid. I mean, I will say it's stupid. A lot of it is very dumb. Uh, a lot of, it's just, it just, a lot of it is just like, it feels like it was made for kids. <laughs> it's like really what I'm getting at here. It really feels like it's kind of like a kid movie village for children (laughs) yeah it feels very like for kids like kids can enjoy this and and maybe i'm crazy that's just how i was like that's how i felt watching this i was like you know if i was like seven right now like i'd be fucking getting my fucking life right now i would be fucking having a ball freaking out and be scaring like my cousins the rest of the night like it gave me like that kind of a a feeling so i I think that's why i enjoyed it so much i was like you know this is something that I probably would have really liked if I watched it back in 2002 like I am now. So it made me appreciate it, but it doesn't make it less silly. I mean, you hit it right on the nail. And when I think about how young I was when I did first see it, and I remember how how scared I was. And I because rem- like I said, I didn't remember like vividly everything, but I remember how I felt. I remember being scared. I remember telling people to go see this movie. Like I remember all of that. Um, looking back, I think, like, especially since we all watch so much horror, it's easy for us to accidentally get jaded a little bit. Right. And, right. Like, I know that I fall into that trap sometimes, but um, yeah, I definitely agree that I would show my kids, for example, because it's it's scary, but it's not like gory. It's like more trauma, uh, not trauma. What's it called? Um, Thriller? 
Uh, yes, thrill. Yes. Yeah, a little bit of thrill. It does feel that way to me, at least. Like it feels very I don't know, easy to watch. Like it was a pretty easy watch. It doesn't make you think too much. I don't know if that's a detriment to it. Maybe it is for some critics. Uh, but it like it doesn't feel like it takes too much to watch this movie. It's a very simple film, especially with the ending. It just kind of comes together in like one silly little movie because <laughs> that ending is ridiculous. Like I was just staring at that screen the entire time. It's like, girl, what is happening here? Um, anything else? Does anybody else have anything? Any last thoughts? Like, I mean, the thing is, I used to have like a severe phobia of like aliens, like severe, <gasps> like it was oh. bad. And so I've like broken out of it as an adult because like all the shit that was scaring me, I went back and looked at it and I'm like, okay, this all looks ridiculous, but, <laughs> but it was, it was bad. I feel bad making you come on for an alien episode. Then. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I'm fine now. Like, it's just, you know, when I first met uh, my fiance though, um, he didn't know. And so like, <laughs> we wouldn't bring, I wouldn't bring it up. And then after a bit of time, um, I told him. And so he would threaten me all the time and say, oh, if you do this or do that, like, you know, I'm going to dress up like an alien and jump out of the closet at night. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, no. divorce. Hey, right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It'd be like, um, have you ever seen like those? What is that fabric called? Like a lycra? Have you ever seen those suits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that shit. Uh, and one Halloween, my boyfriend had one that was just like a full fucking dark ass color. So he would hide in the corners of the house and like I couldn't see him in that fucking. I hate him. I so would have like busted directly in the face. Oh, right. You would have crossed the hand to hand combat. <laughs> Genuinely. Yeah. He wants hand to hand. We can go get hand to hand. <laughs> I can only imagine because if I was freaking out with aliens growing up, I would probably would have fucking karate chopped him in the throat, probably. <laughs> yeah, I told him, do not prank me like that. <laughs> don't fucking start. try it. <laughs> yeah, I even wrote. A, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. Like we'll get we'll get into it. I don't want to hold you guys up because I I can talk. No, 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 you're fine. Oh, we can talk. We can literally talk for days. Um, I was gonna ask you then. So, I mean, if you were still scared of aliens growing up, so did you not like watch like ET or anything like that? I did not see ET. Me either. ET is the most terrifying alien I've ever seen, dude. (laughs) I would punch him straight in the face. (laughs) And in the movie, they're just like, oh, I'm keeping this in my closet. If I saw that in my kid's closet. On site. It's it's on site. When y'all were talking about it last episode, I screamed because like, it sounded like you were saying like, oh, you'd be so cute. And you were just like frightening. And like, I'm like, (laughs) I screamed because I'm like, that thing is so fucking scary. He is. I don't, I don't, I've never, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie enough to like really, from what I've seen, it looks cute, but I don't know. It looks like an uncircumcised penis. <laughs> it does. And he goes, Wah! It does. Well, I'm about to, I'm about to say some stuff I shouldn't say. No, but the thing, <laughs> the thing, the thing Do you is- remember what podcast you're on? I don't <laughs> think there's, I don't think that exists here. Oh yeah. We are a mess here. The only alien I fuck with, well, no, it's a few. <laughs> it's a few aliens I fuck with, but Roger from American Dad is probably my favorite. Iconic, a legend. Roger is. Yeah, he looks like a toe. You said like a wait, what? He looks like a toe. <laughs> he does. I guess kind of look like a big toe. His his head looks like a toe. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna look him up also. Yeah, I'm just gonna look at him. To, I'm like, does Roger look like a toe? <laughs> Google it. <laughs> I'm not the only one that thinks it. <laughs> no, he does. I've never put it into perspective. He looks like a big toe. I guess he does kind of look like a big toe. <laughs> he's gross, but he's funny. He's so funny as a character. Do you have a favorite alien movie? What would, I mean, I know I have a fave, but I, I can't call it right. You know what? 
This is going to be random, but because it's not a good movie. Um, it's, it's awful. Um, <laughs> Color from Outer Space. Uh, I mean, Color from Out of Space. Is it a good movie? It's been on my watch list forever. It's not good. It's not. Oh. But, um, <laughs> it's awful. Like, I, can, I cannot in good conscience tell you to watch it. It's that bad. Oh, okay. It's been on my list for a while. Wasn't there just like a scandal with it too, though? I think there's like a scandal oh. recently with it. Ooh. I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. <laughs> because you know Lovecraft but mm. um yeah I mean I enjoyed I enjoyed it because like I it, it took me somewhere so like I I enjoyed it but it's not a good film it in my opinion Alien versus Predator what's it, who do you prefer Xenomorph or Predator Xenomorph period who would you fuck <laughs> the Predator like yes. I mean geez. yes ma'am yeah, the full human body. Like, that's what we were saying. Like, well, okay, you know what? I sent Stormy a picture, though, like some fan art on Twitter the other day of the xenomorph in like a sexual position with some human, <laughs> it was some full bestiality nonsense. But I was like, okay, well, you know, this is what people are trying to say the xenomorph is sexy. I said, that's what the story. I was like, they're making it work. I don't know how. Okay, but okay no, DM this to me right now on Twitter <laughs> if you have it on your it. phone still. Yeah. Both of us are all say less. Say less. I don't, I won't hesitate. I'm going to look at it while Stormy's I need to it. see this shit right now because <laughs> that thing is so frightening i could not imagine that thing touching me i mean the tongue thing might be a little <laughs> i mean it's a moment <laughs> it wants to make a patreon we'll post this to a patreon for private people only to see because this is too much for me my fucking emojis that i sent in reference to that i was like well let me see oh my god <laughs> I mean, this looks like it would feel good, though. Right. It looks like it's working out right for him. His, you yeah. know, he has the aliens from right. Science ass, this boy does. You know, he did some squats. This is too much. We're all just staring at his hair. All three of us are just like, all right, well. Sometimes, sometimes fan art, like, I feel like Twitter just knows what I'm thinking and it pops up and I'm like. Twitter definitely works like that for me, too. <laughs> our episodes always fall into place like i said we were talking about i don't know if this could work the other day and this popped up so you know they're always mm. listening yeah they really are okay well i'm putting that away petty puffs it's alien <laughs> i just sent it to my fiance <laughs> i want to see what he says but um yeah but you know what ryan thank you for joining us <laughs> thank you brother ghoulish we appreciate it tremendously where can people find you Everyone can find me at Brother Ghoulish. On, I'm doing it like they're looking at me. Um, <laughs> um, Instagram and Twitter. Um, and you can find my podcast wherever podcasts are played. It's called Brother Ghoulish's Tomb. And if you ever want to just like have a helm of all things ghoulish as the season starting, because it's going to be a lot of stuff going on, just check out brotherghoulish.com. It's Stormy. Where can people find us? You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at the same handle at slash underscore her underscore pod. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and plenty of other places. Send us all of your petty puffs to our Gmail. (laughs) And yeah, come back anytime for Real Ride. We love you so much. Thank (laughs) you. Guys, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Love you. Keep up the great work because your podcast is amazing and it really chills me out. So. Oh, thanks, y'all. And and thank you. And I'll, I'd love to come back. So just let me know. And I'm reporting for duty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, fucking in. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. All everyone. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.